They like to lay them in the lower level. Ooh, there's some alliteration for you. How's it going, eh? It's going all right. Very good. I had to go back to work this uh, past week. Yeah. So I say had to. Again. I chose to go back to work, yes. Uh, they, Yeah, they have hours for you to actually work. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I did. they had them before, but uh, because there are three of us in the apartment, we decided to decide as a unit whether we would keep going to work or uh, stay away from work for a time. Yeah, but uh, you know that was when catastrophe pay <laughs> was available for uh, staying at home, mm-hmm. and now that that has ended, I didn't want to use my economic impact payment to uh, pay the rent and bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to keep a little cushion in there, sure, uh, yeah. which just feels nice. And so mm-hmm. I decided that um, I, I just decided I felt satisfied with the level of protection that they were affording us at, at work so good um, yeah i just uh, i went back yeah all right and it's been uh it's actually been nice i i have missed my coworkers, and i've certainly missed my regular customers um it's mm-hmm. nice to see their faces and know that they're okay well the regular customers are attending uh yeah for sure yeah mm. lots of them um, mm-hmm. Still, still wondering about a few, but um, it's good to know um, lots of them are still alive or not, not, not sick at least, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. it's, uh, uh, those are good things. Are your are the customers wearing masks? Most of them. Good. Some are not. Yeah. Maybe not around here. Thirty percent. Thirty percent are not. not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's um, I would say it's the exact opposite here. <laughs> right. You At are, best. Yeah, you are in a rural area, so. Yeah. Now, I must say, in our county, we've had uh, 23 cases, mm-hmm. 24 with an asterisk, mm-hmm. and all but one have recovered mm-hmm. now. Sure. Uh, no deaths, fortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one person still hospitalized in the county with uh, COVID-related symptoms. Mm-hmm. Well, it's tested to be COVID-19. Yeah. So, that you know, that that's a good sign. Is this virus talk? The, Should we do the intro? Oh, yep, yep. (laughs) The theme. All right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, I I go out, I have a mask. Actually, I have two masks in the car. Mm -hmm. So um, I put a mask on and yeah, there's about, depending on where you are. You know, the pharmacy, uh, you know, I went to Walgreens and most people were wearing a mask in there. Mm-hmm. All, and all the businesses, no, most of the businesses have employees that are wearing masks, mm-hmm. um, you know, with people dealing with customers. Uh, I went to went to a fast food joint and they were not wearing masks. Hmm. At any rate, yeah, I was disappointed. You mean the patrons or the workers? No, the, the workers were not wearing masks. Oh, weird. Yeah. You want to call them out? Yeah. <laughs> what establishment <laughs> was this? This was a Wendy's. Wendy's. That's strange. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like a big corporate chain would require everybody to yeah, mask up. I was surprised. <laughs> I was. I, I was um, because I did. I got coffee. Um, where did I go? 
I got coffee at a, I forget, but the person was wearing a mask, you know, at, the, at a chain, hmm. you know, so I was happy to see that. And then I went to the Wendy's and was like, what the, <laughs> this ain't business as usual, you jerks. Hmm. I think I would have asked. Aren't you supposed to be wearing masks? Right. I definitely would have asked. Yeah. Hey, what's up <laughs> with the not wet, with the non-mask? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Defiance. So standing I, up, I think standing up to the man, standing up to, e- to tyranny. Uh huh. <laughs> We're not going to let a little yes. public health emergency stop our freedoms. As they said, <laughs> a couple of them give me give me liberty or give me death. <laughs> give me liberty or give me your death. Yeah. <laughs> so, other than that, mm-hmm. uh, things are things are going well here. We're done. Good. Yep. And you were still teaching we, from home. Yes. Yeah, I, you asked me about that and you were, um, I don't know, confused about, uh, about my process here. I mean, uh, you said, so- let's say curious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you mentioned, uh, that, you know, most of your day, you said something about most of my day must be taken up by teaching. And yeah. I replied, yeah, <laughs> teaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, basically it's kind of a, do it on your own time situation. Uh-huh. So, um, my, my lessons and things for the week go live on a Monday. Right. That's why I make sure everything's up, uh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I confirm, but throughout the week, I'm mm, creating lessons and curating material, mm-hmm. you know, uh, links and things for them to right. attend. And I have them separated by grade level. Right. You know, so as one does, <laughs> and, yeah. So I, I don't have um, a, I, I'm not teaching online directly, uh, like the classroom, mm-hmm. you know, core teachers are. Right. And more, you know, the higher you go um, in grade levels, it seems there are more people doing uh, uh, live interactions, hmm. like over Zoom or something like that. Right. Although uh, pe- districts around here uh, put the kibosh on Zoom pretty fast mm-hmm. because of, um, there was a, there was a hack. Right. In our neighboring district, mm-hmm. you know, where somebody started putting, they took over mm-hmm. the um, the Zoominar right. and uh, put on inappropriate material yes. that the teacher could not control uh-huh. and the students could not unsee. Right. So, yeah. yeah you know. So the district said, our, our district said, uh, number one, don't use Zoom. Right. <laughs> um, but we also have that most, almost all the teachers didn't know about you know, we subscribe to, um, uh, what is it, the Microsoft 365 mm-hmm. uh, suite of, of apps. Wasn't they, and, what's their name for their, don't they have the thing called Teams or something? Yeah, Teams. Yeah. yeah. Which, like I say, no, almost no one knew right. existed. Right. You know, we use, eh, you know, Word and Excel and uh-huh. and PowerPoint or, or yeah, PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. But, but there's about 12 apps and the, and the uh, Outlook. We're still using Outlook hmm. for email, which is, eh. Yeah, I don't care for, but that's there. That's it's what we use. Quite loaded. Yes, Unwe- yes it is. Uh, but apparently, <laughs> we all found out that we've had Teams for for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ability to do to, to do uh, right video conferencing. Yeah. So we do that uh, Teams with our faculty meetings, uh, and um, and any video thing that we want to post goes to the principal or other you know administrator for um, approval. Yeah, they'll have a look see, mm-hmm. and then uh, then put it allow us to put it on, or they'll put it on right up up on our Google Classroom. 
so that uh, they can check behind the in the background, make sure there's no <laughs> window mirror to the shower, or, <laughs> you know, who knows what. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's good <laughs> to have a second pair of eyes. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's, it is. So that's where we are. Uh, I, you know, I'm throughout the week, but when I get around to it, not necessarily at any given hours of the day. Uh, I saw yeah. a, uh, so. I saw a gif of, uh, or maybe it was just a video of, um, and I'm not sure how real it was. It could have been a, it could have been a stunt, mm-hmm. a supposed zoom meeting. And then the, like the facade full, like a, Oh yeah. A green screen falls <laughs> back and yeah. it's somebody in shorts and a t-shirt in a hammock drinking yeah, a beer in the background. One. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the image was of this person studiously paying attention, yeah. but, uh, barely moving. <laughs> and then the, yeah. that falls, when the car- that falls away <laughs> and you see the person in a hammock and a beer and like, they quickly jump like, up oh, and oh, crap. try to <laughs> try to fix the stream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Could be real. To be fair, yeah. that person was sort of attending the meeting. They were looking at, you know, the stream. Right. They just weren't mm-hmm. uh, in their work clothes, <laughs> fully front and center, supposedly paying close attention to what was being said. Well, let me tell you, for the first two, we, we do two uh, two faculty meetings a week mm-hmm. at the moment. And then, then um, each uh, grade level has a meeting, you know, amongst themselves oh. as well. But we, we do a, a meeting with the with the principal twice a week. Mm-hmm. And then in those meetings, first two or three, almost everybody had their uh, video on. Mm-hmm. And since then, almost nobody has their video <laughs> on anymore. Uh-huh. And, you know, of course, we learned real quick to mute audio. Yes. Unless you're actually talking because right. you're at everybody's home. Somebody's mm-hmm. dad, dad, daddy, daddy, <laughs> yeah. daddy. It's like, I'm on... I'm on a, uh, <laughs> I'm in a meeting. Honey. Daddy's in a, daddy's <laughs> in a meeting. Daddy's in a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> honey, can you go get, can you come get uh, squeaker here? Uh, yeah. yeah. That became, um, global mute <laughs> <laughs> or the feedback loop, you know, yeah. the principal's like, okay, I'm going to mute everybody. And then now if you want to talk, turn it back on. And so now I'm eating breakfast <laughs> you know, during the meeting. I'm doing whatever, uh-huh. whatever I'm doing. And uh, just got my earbuds in, and if they happen to mention my name right. or something about if they need some input, I quick get jump in, make sure I say hi at the beginning and mm-hmm. bye at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So he can see us on a list. Mm-hmm. So that's that's enough. It's all right. Well, it's like the yeah. uh, Zoom concert I viewed for said the whale last week. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it, they just auto muted the whole audience, which yeah. you'd have to do because there there were four hundred thirty of us. Uh-huh. And uh, just went forward from there. It was great. And then selectively unmuted people for the Q and A. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. So same thing. Yeah, beauty. I hope I hope more bands do this. I, I really do. I would definitely pay to see these living room concerts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would pay to see one every weekend. I really would. Maybe mm-hmm. more often. Well, it, it it is a novelty at the moment because mm-hmm. they have to individually do their bits. Right. But um, it's not as good as seeing find- them live. I'll give you that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but. On the other hand, depending on who they are, you know, I would pay to see a bigger band in in a living room concert because I would get a more intimate experience than I would right. at a concert hall. Right. At a small club, that's almost an unbeatable musical experience. But mm-hmm. but the bigger it gets, um, I don't know, the, the noisier, the more unpleasant because of people around you. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. As nice as some fans are, there's generally a big hassle involved in mm-hmm. not just the concert itself, but getting to the concert, parking, and trying to make your way in, and then finding your way home, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just I hope more musicians use this time to try to experiment. I would love to see more, even after things open up. Um, I'd love to see more of this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So enough COVID talk. All right. Let's move on. Uh, that brings me to the rural report. Oh. All right, then. We, we had a, a hen that has been uh, brooding in a nest box for, well, she was brooding in a nest box for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are depressed, so it's understandable. <laughs> and so I left. She she kept gathering eggs. Like, I went in there a couple nights. There were no eggs. And so I uh, apparently... What do you mean gathering Megan that? said... Wait, how... She would take them from the other nesting boxes and put them under herself. How? Uh, you know, with her beak, kind of roll them around. <laughs> really? Yeah. You get them up in her nest. The, the nesting boxes are at ground, well, there's six of them, uh-huh. right? So there's three at ground level and three just above okay. that. And, sh- and she's on the bottom, bottom floor. I see. Right. So, um, they almost never do more than like one in the upper level. Mm-hmm. They like to lay them in the lower level. <laughs> anyway, so I just left them under her, you know, I said, okay, well, how many of these are going to hatch from how many different hens that this one hen is uh, incubating? Right. And so at one point, after about yeah, about three weeks, <laughs> 21 days is the is the right number, <laughs> we heard a peep, 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 and there's a baby chick. Wow. And so Rudy the rooster did his duty. <laughs> yes. However... That's the only baby chick. It's been a week mm-hmm. <laughs> and no others hatched. So yeah. she had, uh, when she finally got out of there to take the, the baby out, it's pretty cute. It, you know, it follows her along and she shows it the food and it's, uh, it's doing well. Wow. 17 eggs under that hen. Holy crap. She was hoarding. Wow. <laughs> so besides the one that hatched. So uh, it was a lot of eggs. So I eventually just threw those out mm-hmm. because they were clearly unviable. Well, I thought uh, you were collecting them every day. Well, I do collect them every day, uh-huh. except for the ones that she was brooding on. Okay. So Be- uh, I well, left what, those sit. Is this a thing? You, If you notice a hen is hoarding eggs, you leave her alone because they might be fertilized? Is that the deal? Well, we said, okay, we're, well, let's, let's, let, let's see if any will hatch out. Ah, uh, see. Because most of the time I just you know move her out of the way and sure. you know, put her back on the roost <laughs> and then she's back there in the box next day. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd move her out and collect the eggs every every day mm-hmm. but uh we said we decided yeah let's let's see if we can hatch any chicks out right so she or or he right or one one for 17 no one for 18 right <laughs> he's got a special lady yeah it would seem so <laughs> all right then amazing yeah hey talk about adam savage's awesome inspiring videos that he's been putting up well on his uh, uh, what is it the 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 um not maker channel what's his channel called uh, tested. Tested, that's it. Adam Savage's Adam Savage is tested. We will put a link in the show notes to it. His YouTube channel. His YouTube channel. And Oh wait, by we putting links, we are James and Marcus from it's just called two brothers.com. Yes. No, wait, well that too. What? <laughs> the podcast you're listening to is It's Just Called Two Brothers. Right. Welcome. Twenty minutes in. Um <laughs> so uh, I've been a fan of Adam Savage and the Mythbusters, Adam Savage, Jamie Heineman, and their crew, Certainly. Um, which grew over the years to include mm-hmm. you know several other several other members, yeah, uh, yep. hosts, the build team, co-hosts, as they yeah. used to call them, mm-hmm. right? 
Grant and, and Tori and Carrie. Right. But I have just found um, Adam Savage to be more personable and uh, inspiring over the years. And mm-hmm. uh, I follow him on on uh, Twitter. And then I found his channel where he, he does a lot of things. He, he does sort of insider maker videos yeah. um, based around his shop. Right. Which has, I, I guess, has been seen in small measure on, on Mythbusters, at least later episodes, as he's constructed it. And he does some, it's not how-tos, but it is process videos, I would say, yeah. mm-hmm. of him building various things. Sometimes right. it's tools, sometimes it's, I don't want to say craft projects, but they're kind of that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, practical, useful things that he just builds. Sometimes they are uh, models because originally he was a model builder for Lucasfilm. Yeah, I say originally, that was one of his jobs. Yeah, you know, he he worked in the model shop at Lucasfilm and mm-hmm. uh, learned a, a lot about that craft at the time, and just incorporated that into his general practice of making things, Mm -hmm. which now that Mythbusters is over, and especially now that lockdowns have happened and quarantine has happened, he has turned to that method of creation Mm -hmm. more and more. Yeah, he's almost doing a daily video Very in the last couple of weeks. And most excitingly to me, he does a Q&A just while he's puttering around sometimes. Like mm. he'll answer questions. And even as he's building things like a model, he did the Ghostbusters uh, Ecto-1 car mm-hmm. um, in an, a ridiculously detailed model yeah. of that, yeah. you know, down to engine parts. <laughs> that he had to put together. Yeah. But he'll talk about what he's doing, but he'll also talk about general ideas about making things and building miniatures and using tools and methods of keeping a shop running smoothly and keeping it uncluttered, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All those things together. He likes to talk. He's an extrovert. It's it's just an inspiration to have him on in the background or even just focused on watching his videos on an almost daily basis. It's really, really great. Mm. I watched him build a Lego kit mm-hmm. of um, Sisyphus pushing the rock, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was really cool. Right. That, uh, and he was just thrilled with the mechanics of it, the, the end result of the, um, not the mechanics of it per se, that too, mm. but the um, just the physicality and accuracy of somebody really working very hard to to roll this rock endlessly, it was a perfect mm-hmm. representation of the myth. And, right. And then uh, the other one I watched was him building a box, <laughs> just a box. Yeah, the box building video was mm-hmm. extremely good. Just superb. I liked it a lot. I just highly recommend it to anybody who has uh, designs on making things. He is. Extremely encouraging to anybody who has mm-hmm. that spark and to anybody who desires to yeah. have that spark. He, he's very welcoming and full of, full of good things to say about mm-hmm. starting the process. You don't have to have a fully mm-hmm. outfitted shop like he does to begin any process mm-hmm. of creation. Just from the smallest levels up to the, the highest. He's there to give you inspiration and he tips. Like a very nice person. Um Always amiable and mm-hmm. and uh, upbeat. Yeah, and he comes at, across that way on Twitter too. Very, very much worth yeah. following, I think. Mm, indeed, good yes. person for this time. Uh, let's do your music share. 
and then split. Let's do my music share. So I have been a fan of a band called White Denim for a, a while. They come across my Discover and my release radar, you know, after I started following them on Spotify. They're, I hate to use the word retro, retro influenced is a, hmm. It's almost a dirty word now, but but they draw a lot on uh, glam rock traditions and uh, some mm-hmm. new wave and power pop. Power pop especially is you know one of my most favorite genres of music. Um, I really really enjoy it. It, it kind of reminds me of the um, the old uh, MTV intro music. Yeah, yeah. Just super focused on catchy music. Yeah. Hooks and melodies and just basic rock and roll, Mm -hmm. really, at the core of it to me. And they are a band from Austin, Texas. I think they just get better and better. And their new single from, what is their new album? Their new album, it it just dropped, I think, today, Mm -hmm. called uh, World as a Waiting Room. That is their new album, and it dropped yesterday, actually. So, uh, Friday. That's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. does now. I'm very much looking forward to doing it, but they dropped a single last week, and I can't stop playing it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's called I Don't Understand Rock and Roll. And it's it's, uh, typically short and sweet. Mm -hmm. They just are a band I enjoy. And at this this time especially, I have had a hard time forcing myself or bringing myself to watch anything that is gloomy or dramatic. I have a lot of dramas on Netflix that I, man, I can't steal Mm -hmm. myself to watch because it would just be too much. So a little good time rock and roll, so to speak. It uh, it just fits the bill. <laughs> yes, very cool. Uh, hey, speaking of music, <laughs> I've been listening to the soundtrack show podcast quite a lot, and he really likes John Williams, but he has done others. Right. He did like a, a three episode series of the music from oh. A New Hope mm-hmm. for those of us that don't still call it just Star Wars. Right. And then a four episode set of the empire strikes back music and then another three episodes of return of the jedi mm-hmm. plus two episodes of uh watch along with with star wars or mm-hmm. new hope 
describing the music as it goes along, kind of commentary sure. of just the, not just the music, but the, he, he talks about the sounds created for effects and uh, room mm-hmm. tone and all that jazz. So it's, it's very cool. And it turns out he's, this, I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's the soundtrack show podcast. And he's a sound engineer and has worked on the last, I think, five Star Wars films. In what capacity? So, 789 plus Rogue One and Solo. Uh, as a, as a um, huh. uh, mostly doing recording uh, setups. So he works directly with the composers and orchestras. Oh, and, I see. And, and so forth. Well, no wonder he's uh, a fan of John Williams then. Yeah, yeah. So he goes to Burbank like every day mm-hmm. and uh, stuff. But, um, uh, but he did a really cool episode of the music of Tron oh. with um, Wendy Carlos. Sure. One of my favorite soundtracks. Yeah, it's super cool. And and talked about her uh, her history, mm-hmm. uh, getting into like the buddies with uh, Robert Moog yeah. and being one of the first uh, commercially successful mm-hmm. uh, synthesizer com- composers. Yeah, essential to modern synth music, Wendy Carlos. I mean, switched on Bach, yeah. almost immediately became the greatest <laughs> yeah. uh, classical music al- yeah. selling album of all time yeah started started the mainstreaming of computer music of 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 synth music yeah so that was really pretty cool to listen to um a lot of the details about how that soundtrack came to be and Mm -hmm. um she she intermixed it between the synth stuff that she composed and live orchestra not live but human orchestra but there was a problem with the production of the symphony orchestra mm-hmm. i can't remember if it was the london symphony it may have been but but i think it was a different british symphony at any rate they only had like two days or something like that set up you know they, they gave her a, an incredibly short <laughs> uh window to record all that stuff and she said it was really irritating because there's a lot of stuff that needed to be synchronized mm-hmm. and she wanted to be there at least a couple weeks mm-hmm. it takes some large soundtracks that have Tons of music like a John Williams soundtrack would, yeah. you know, weeks to record every all the cues. So it turns out that she just created the cues with her synth parts and sent them ahead huh. to the orchestra so they could rehearse. And then um, came time to record. They just belt banged it out. Right. But she was later pretty dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. As good as it turned out, there's still things that she wishes she could have redone or um, at least had a chance to to vet <laughs> right. before it made it into the final product. Yeah, she no, and of course, even after that, after all that stuff is done, then the director and the editor and so forth can make changes and usually do. So mm-hmm. she didn't have a lot of um, extra stuff to, to throw in. Right. Well, they didn't or alter. Yeah. I, I don't know if she felt they didn't give her enough time, but they were worried that she wouldn't be able to finish. And mm-hmm. so they made her use the orchestra. But then, yeah, because of her dissatisfaction with at least the rehearsal time, because to perform this changing time signature stuff that she was mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. they needed some time. They didn't have it. Yeah, it was very complex. So she uh, she felt like it music, was so. clunky. So right. she she I think she ended up replacing stuff later. Is that right? She ended yeah, up she dropping she's in. Just some, like okay, yeah, <laughs> can't use that. Right. I'll just play it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but also she wanted the the human orchestra. A symphony orchestra to play during the real world yeah, stuff right. and pretty much all synth during the inside of the computer mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So inner world stuff. Yeah. So there was that juxtaposition that she had to, that interplay <clears throat> that she had to coordinate as well, yeah. which was complicated. I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I recently rewatched most of it 
And uh, I was just struck by how good it was, how, how much it held up, even though yeah. the, the graphics have improved so exponentially mm-hmm. over the last 40 years. Yeah. Uh, and the music is a huge part of it. Man, still so good, so prescient, so perfect for that, for that mm-hmm. movie. And he did talk about in the making of the, the film, he went into a lot of details about what the story was about mm-hmm. and how way ahead of the general public it was in, yeah. in um, computer language right. terminology and mm-hmm. so forth. Like it was just even just thinking of a, of a what was his um, bit, right. his sidekick there. <laughs> right. Well, she, <laughs> yeah. Wendy Carlos was still really dialed in, I think, to the, the feel of video games at the time. The technology in 1982 really was a great, or vice versa, right? She, she created a great match to that yeah. technology of the time. did okay it wasn't a flop mm-hmm. it, it did it did a little bit but the right. game the arcade yeah. game was just i mean hugely popular uh-huh. you know it made like i forget if it made them like 14 million dollars or something like that yeah uh, you know where the where the movie might have made two or three million yeah <laughs> so yeah well it was still pretty new at the time still still not quite everybody in the general public yeah the video game thing was still strange and, and mm. never mind the computer graphics, right? Certainly. I think the music would have been one of the easiest things to accept. Uh, yeah, I imagine so, yeah. yeah. It certainly was for me. Mm. Loved, loved the movie, and yeah. uh, we did. I we, still love we the game. Away. I, just, yeah. <laughs> I can't, uh, every once in a while, every few years, I you know stumble on the, <laughs> the MAME yeah. uh, game emulator, and right. I, I say, oh, Tron, okay. And they're like, oh, wait. There's no way you can, unless you have the console, you can mm-hmm. uh, control that game because it's got the spinner, it's got the joystick. There's just nothing you can do about it All right. to play that game. Yeah. It's also, it's got probably my favorite Journey song. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I was reminded. Only Solutions, yeah. Yeah, that, he, that uh, they got Journey to, to write some <laughs> incidental music. Yeah, mm-hmm. Super Tramp pulled out. Super Tramp said, nah, uh-huh. Journey All right. do it. The rest is history. Yeah. Speaking of pulling out, <laughs> if you want to send us an email. I'm not going to make the obvious joke. <laughs> you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. Yeah, if you use Twitter, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. Mm-hmm. And your newsletter will be linked in the show notes. Man, I better get going. Going on a baker's dozen there. I, I need to do it today because uh, this is the 18th week and that's how I've started. I've started, I've titled it, you know, week 18. Week 18. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I need to, uh, need to bang it out. <laughs> All right, well, we will let you do that. Okay. You can find a link at my website at marcusarwell.com. I will link the thing in the show notes, too. Indeed. All right, then. Mm-hmm. How much did you hear the cat on there? I only recall a one. A little bit. Meow. He keeps yeah. coming in and out. He's mad that I'm not with the other people in the apartment. 
Oh, I forgot to mention that I'm recording from the car. Oh, hey. So the audio will be slightly different. Or possibly yeah, way different. A little different. isolated. Yeah. We shall see. Because everybody's up. The little girl was uh, not napping. <laughs> not in the least. So. so did she just not go to sleep at all today? Right. <laughs> What's the she, deal with that? Well, that's pretty common um, to, for her to hem and haw and sing and and mm-hmm. uh, chatter with her with her stuffed friends um, right. for up to maybe a couple of hours <laughs> and, and eventually falls asleep. It's like self-extinguishing. Yeah. <laughs> right. And if that happens,